the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following is a very special best of Eye on Real Estate with Douglas Elliman CEO, Dottie Herman. Got a question for Dottie and her team of experts? Send your emails to radioshow at Elliman.com. Now, on with the show. Good morning. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate, which is the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and all the many things that have to do with real estate which in today's world is practically everything. Many people believe that the real estate is the basis of all the wealth in the world. There's a wonderful old saying, the best investment on earth is earth. And I agree with that, especially that's my sign, Taurus. And it's an earth sign. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. We've got a great holiday show for you today. All things merry and bright. And with all that's horrible in the news, I am trying to really, I'm like, this is the holidays. I don't want to hear any more horrible stuff in the news. So we're going to try to focus on all good things and good news, uh, which today is tough to uh, find. Uh, as always, my friends and co-host, Jerry Feeney, is with me today. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Donnie. And as most of you know, Jerry is a prominent New York real estate attorney, and he will very generously answer any of your legal questions about real estate and home ownership. And Steve Koch, the CEO of the Federal Savings Bank of Chicago, is also with us today. Good morning, Daddy. Good, good morning. Good morning. And Federal Savings Bank is Douglas Elements' partner in our mortgage division. Steve is on the line. Well, he's actually here in the studio. In person. We're in on. person uh, to answer all of your questions about finances and mortgages. So please give us a call toll free at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. And again, that's toll free. We've got a lot of fun and happy Christmas things, Christmas things to talk about today. Yesterday I was somewhere and somebody said to me, I said, well, happy holidays. And they said, Dottie, do you have to be so politically correct? Can you say happy, Merry Christmas? Right. That's what I'm doing. So this I'm year. like, you know what? Whatever. Merry okay. Christmas, I mean, there's a point Hanukkah. where it's too much already. Oh, I listen. can't know all of the different things. Right. Anyhow, I always tell you what happened on this day. Festivus. Happy so Festivus. on this day <laughs> in history, it's happy 50th anniversary to Ralph Lauren and his wife. Uh, fashion designer Ralph Lauren, okay? Ralph Lauren was 25 years old when he married his bride. Oh, 50 years, huh? Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Now, on this day, and I love Ralph Lauren. Oh, who doesn't, right? On this day in 1880, electric lights were installed along Broadway for the first time. Really? Steve, were you there when they turned them on? I lit it up, Jerry. I lit it up. 1880. Now, I know nobody here is 50 years old, so, but... uh, the top three songs in the U.S. on December 20th, 50 years ago, were, it's hard to believe, The Beatles, I Feel Fine. It's 50 years that that was a oh hit my on this day. 
The Supreme. Sing, sing, sing a number. Diana Ross and the Supreme. Oh, I love it. I just saw her at the, the Garden. Oh, I love Diana Ross. Yeah, and she still looks great. She's fabulous. Absolutely. Okay, still looks great. What was the, what was Come the hit? See About Me. I know all I the songs. I don't remember well, that one. Come See About Me. Sure you do. Now, sing along. Oh, for all see, the lonely please. people, because sometimes <laughs> the holidays can be depressing there, for certain yeah. people. Absolutely. There was Bobby Vinton, Mr. Lonely. Bobby Vinton, the Polish prince, right? That's what they used to call Bobby Vinton. I don't know, but I think he said, call me Mr. Lonely, because he's lonely. And by the way, (laughs) if you know anybody that's alone on the holidays, sometimes the holidays, you know, as much as they're great, they can be very depressing for people who don't have families, or their families are far away, or they don't have boyfriends or husbands, or they recently broke up. So if you know somebody who's out there that's kind of alone, it's a nice thing to reach out to them. And make them part of your family. Absolutely, doesn't it's fun. It doesn't doesn't hurt. Invite them over. Right, that's you what know. I. Everybody's think. always got extra food anyway. Yeah. Did you know that Clement Clark Moore didn't want "Twas the Night Before Christmas" published? He thought it'd be a bomb. <laughs> really? Yeah. The writer. Yeah, nobody read that. The yeah. writer felt the poem was beneath his talents, and when it was published, it became a huge hit. He denied authoring it for nearly 15 years. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I did not know that. Okay. And it's probably the most famous poem in the world, really. Yes, I mean, yes. People can so on today's show, I think um, we will definitely give you the house looks, uh, the housing outlooks and the mortgage outlooks for 2015 to give you some insights that you can plan. Oh, and I'll let you know what the experts say. Now. I'll give you the predictions of the experts for real estate and mortgage, and then we'll compare that with the experts in this room, in this station, uh, with Steve, myself, and Jerry, and we'll tell you whether we, we agree with the experts or we don't. Right, whether they're right or wrong. Right. Based on what we say. Well, you, you never know if they're right or wrong until the end of the year. We, we hit it. But I have to we tell you. every year. Where do you see our I never see retraction saying, oh, I wrote all this stuff about real estate and I was wrong. Right. Okay, and right. people forget what they read. So, we, we were anyhow. Wrong. So we're going to give you the predictions from the experts, and then we'll compare them to ours. I'm also going to take a look back at 2014 and give you some of the predictions that the experts made then and see what came true and what didn't. Mm-hmm. But now for all of you, whether you know, whoever has the money, okay, I'm going to tell you one of the most romantic gifts that you can give to somebody you're in love with. Uh-huh. You want to hear, guys? Are you listening? Diamond. Are you listening? Bring it. Bring it. I like uh, Louis Vuitton. One of the most, no. Oh, I love Louis Vuitton. Yeah, Louis Vuitton. Okay. But one of the most romantic gifts you can give to somebody you're in love with, and Uh just because I'm in the business doesn't mean I'm biased, is a set of keys to your house. Oh, well, there's that, of course. To their house, though. Yeah, right. So those who want to get to my heart. Uh Uh-huh. If you set, if you give me a set of keys to some <laughs> to, to real estate, and you say this is yours. <laughs> yeah. This is my token of love. Oh, as much as I love sentimental romantic. cards, yeah, you keep your cards. You don't. Yeah, have to I'll be take put the house. Okay. <laughs> That's a great Christmas. That sounds like giving your house key to someone is a big step in a relationship. <laughs> it certainly is. So a big step. Towards. That's you know a little card with a key. Might be a very romantic thing. And a locksmith right. on speed dial. Yeah, okay. But make sure you get that prenup. Okay. <laughs> yes, please, before, before you do that. So getting a house for Christmas is a fine gift. Now, of course, if you don't have a budget, remember what I told you. Detroit. 
Remember I told you you can buy a house for 200000 no, two hundred dollars. Excuse me, still, uh, still. In well, they might have gone to two fifty. All right, uh, I think two hundred and fifty dollars. So therefore, if you, you know, maybe your girlfriend will never get to go to Detroit to know. So you can say, look, I bought you an investment property. Here it is. Not that you'll ever go see it, but you'll know it's safe and sound. Well, in your about, portfolio. I'm about safe, but oh, okay. I, I think 2015, we're, you're going to stop hating on Detroit. You're gonna, I don't hate you sh- Detroit. You're going to send some love towards Detroit's way. My one of my good friends has a huge company in Detroit. We love Detroit. And Detroit's I love him to death. Totally on the rebound, by the way. Totally. Look, look it's at Atlanta. I, you know, my friends from Atlanta. They were so. It was so bad in Atlanta. Yeah, it was so bad that there was no transactions happening. He told me. They would sell to a bank, and that bank had bad loans that they didn't even know about, and then that bank would go out. And I watched my friend, who had like about 25 offices, survive through what Atlanta was the worst market. I mean, that and Detroit were close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the banks were all like a mess. They had all bad loans. So uh, there was no real estate business. No one was buying. Nothing was going on, yeah. So he, but he managed. He was a survivor, and that's what you have to be today—a survivor. So we're going to look at those predictions. Uh, I'm going to explain to you if you want to give your house away to your children or your family, if you want to give your kids that gift, and you have to be careful that they still like you ten years. Because I have heard some horrible stories. Mm-hmm. I actually heard a story where parents gave the gift, and then the kids. To the, the parents gave them the house and then they evicted them, you know, but the, the whole premise was the parents were supposed to live in part of it. It's very festive, yeah. Yes. Thank you so. for the good gift. Here's your eviction notice. Please yes. get out on the street. Well, you know. But, you know. Now, selling your house in the winter has a lot of pros and cons. I'm not going to go into it. I just read an article, selling your house in the winter is the best of times. You know what? There is no, right. there's, oh, it's always a good time, yeah. okay? You just employ different strategies at different times. I feel like it used to be more seasonal. I mean, when I started back, you know, when I was 16, it very much was a seasonal business. I don't yeah. see it as much anymore. I really, every year we say it, it's less and less seasonal. Yeah, I'm doing you're deals. correct. I'm doing deals now, and, and you know, people are going to sign on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, and, mm-hmm. you know. It really is. Yeah, I remember people would sell houses. The strategy would be bacon, apple, and cinnamon pie in the winter and so on <laughs> right. and so forth and bring fresh flowers. I bake and apple pie and cinnamon. And, yeah. Oh, no, but I sold Gluten-free my, apple yeah. pie, is that what you mean? But I sold my house, too. I sold my apartment. It was really great. It was the best. Because really, selling a place is a pain in the neck. I'll mm-hmm. be the first one to tell you. You always have to be on guard. You have to be available. You can't say, like some people, well, I'm not home. Right. I mean, when people come out, they come out. You have to make your... You and it always it has to look good. Yeah. Well, your house is always neat. Anyway, yes, but, yeah. I know. Yeah. But the best buyer was the one who bought my apartment. Oh, yes. Right. So and, he never saw it. Oh, she has to remind me of this transaction. Okay. Yeah. It was the transaction of hell. You have no Excuse idea. my language. You I'm not no allowed idea. to say hell, uh, I don't think, but whatever. Well, you just said it again. Now. <laughs> All right. say three more times. For those who are listening, I apologize. <laughs> oh, okay. I apologize. So, anyhow, uh, so, but there, I'm going to give you, I, I'm going to give you today, uh, going forward, I, actually by 2020, and you know, I'm pretty much a visionary. When you're in business or when you're planning, you don't have a crystal ball. You can never be sure. But you kind of have to look a little ahead of yourself and look at what you think yeah. trends are going to be, be right. what you think are going on with interest rates, what you think the trends will be. So by 2020, 
The boomers, and that's only five years away. The boomers, which are, what are how old are they? They um, are they like are 50, 50, 50 now and, mm-hmm. and 50 65 yeah, or 64. Yeah, yeah. So in five years, they'll be like 55 to about 70. Well, I think it's 70 kind of move out of the boomers to the... Well, I think they bad? stay a boomer. You All stay right, they'll always be boomers, right. Okay, but those, the, the boomers and the millenniums, which are about 19 now to 34... Uh, will account, those two generations, uh, will account for 50% of the total U.S. population. So that's mm-hmm. a big demographic. Absolutely. And when you're planning, whether you're planning businesses or you're planning building or you're planning anything, you've got to look at who that consumer is going to be. Mm-hmm. And that will be 50% of the population, the boomers and the millenniums. Mm-hmm. Did I say that wrong? I did. Yeah, no, boomers and millenniums. Yeah. Okay, so... You want to look at the trends. And what I did is kind of looked at what they have in common. There are many differences. Oh, interesting. But I what do they, what have, in they have in common? Mm. So that you could try to kill two birds at oh, once. I like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, so we're going to talk about that. And I'll tell you what the boomers want. And I'll tell you what the, uh, the, the younger generation wants. Now, we skipped a generation in the middle there. That would be me, uh, Gen X and Gen, Gen Y. Gen X, well, they have no really. I mean, I'm sorry if well, you're Gen X you, uh, Gen Y, but you were kind of like vanilla. Like, they're, you lost. they're the lost like, boys. You're the lo- like, the boomers had Woodstock. They had, they burned bras. They were, <laughs> if you were 40, you were old. They hated establishment. They made changes. They protested. Okay. Uh, the the that generation, Jerry, was really I don't. What did they do, Steve? That was significant. I can't remember much. So no offense. It brought us the internet. Down. They it invented was, yes. the internet. Yeah, right. that was okay. a well, pretty that's insignificant. Huge. That's yeah. huge. It changed the world. So we'll give them credit for that. <laughs> okay, now, but we're going to spend a time on what they both want. And I will not tell you about holiday mistakes because somebody said, oh, why don't you tell everybody about the holiday mistakes? Well, you know what? You know what they are. What do you mean? Just like a diet. Here's how you lose weight. Eat less. Exercise more. Here's how you don't make holiday mistakes. Don't overcharge. And don't do what I do. I'm out buying gifts and then I see things I like. Yeah, I end up buying more for myself. And I it's terrible. I really <laughs> feel guilty when I do that. I go to buy for somebody else and I end up. So, it's so easier to buy for yourself. Don't overcharge. Those of you who are thinking of buying a home in the next year, remember, I am telling you, Steve will tell you later, prediction-wise, interest rates probably will go up. It is, you have a window. But if you are planning or thinking of remotely buying anything, do not take advantage of any of those uh, stores that say, oh, Steve. You're spending this money. If you open a charge today, you'll get 20% off of this purchase. Don't do it. Don't do it. It will hurt your credit. Yes. Okay? So just don't overspend. Okay? That's that's all I have to say about that. I will also tell you some of the things that will be more expensive in 2004, actually 2015. So you have 10 days to buy those things. Mm -hmm. Things that are going to go up any day now. Yes. Okay. Not oil. Oil's going down, so well, this is, is cheaper. Yes. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> but there are things that are definitely going up. So. We'll find out about that. You're going to find out about that. Right. Now, holiday travel this year is to, spo- is to set national records because AAA says the improving economy and, of course, the lower gas mm-hmm. prices 
and the calendar will combine to make the year-end holiday travel season the busiest on record nationally. What do you mean the calendar? Because it's on a Thursday, and is that what they mean by the calendar? Yeah, but this season, don't forget, when people don't have money or they feel poor because their house is worthless, and people feel wealthy when their house is going up yeah. and they know even if they're never selling it right right okay? it's not even money if they in have pocket, no intentions of selling it they, they just feel, feel like but it, when yeah. their house went down even if they have no intentions of selling it they feel poorer no question about okay that, plus yeah. with gas going down people will be able to drive to more things mm-hmm. so th- this has been the lowest gas prices in five years and uh so that's going to have more road trips mm-hmm. uh more than nine in ten will travel will go by car and let me tell you something and it is all such a pain road. in the neck. Yeah, they were all you out kill last a night. day at the airport, no matter where you go. Yeah. All right. It is a pain in the neck, and I know we need safety and protection, so I'm not really complaining. But sometimes it's just easier to drive, or sometimes you can take like to Washington D.C. Yeah. It's easier to take. I got thrown out of the Admirals Club, by the way. Did I tell you that last week? <laughs> you did. What did yes, you do? Wrong? I was. It was mortifying. I went in, and I I. I bought a first class ticket because I work the entire time on the plane so I justify it and so I figured well I can be in the Admirals Club you know and the woman looked at me as though I was you know some riffraff coming in from the street she well, said well how no. are you dressed I was dressed as I always do when I travel I was dressed very nicely uh, yeah my Louis Vuitton and she she kicked me out and then I said well I have my American Express Platinum which used to work she said we don't take that anymore and it was the walk of shame all these other people were standing there well, watching you probably were as I got ejected from the Admiral's Club yes, so thank you well, th- well they should have like sent out a notice yes exactly to say right that they're no longer taking and she wasn't nice about it she was like you know basically get out you know, you're, you're well, you see, now yeah. let, let me tell you something. That is a big problem <laughs> yeah. in every industry. Absolutely. Be nice. You know, one time, I what I did a couple of times, and it was amazing. I called the offices, like, but I disguised my voice. Uh-huh. And I just watched how people answered phones. Oh, your office. Oh, that's a good oh, idea. Yes. Yeah. And I recorded it. Oh. <laughs> now I go to a manager's meeting. All right. And I play. And they're oh, my God. Yeah. Are you kidding? And this was, oh, Charlie, someone's calling on your listing. Yeah, they don't and put them on hold. They, they yell across put it on the hold. room. <laughs> I okay. love that. And they're like, oh, my God. I'm like, well, it was your office. Yes. Okay. So sometimes we don't realize, and I mm-hmm. think that one of the things companies, all companies, mine, everyone have to really uh, work on is how we answer phones, how we interact with people, and that's all training. I know I that agree. in the building that Douglas Elliman, our corporate office on 56, so it's on Madison between 56 and 57. Unfortunately, he retired last year. But there was a man, he must have been there, I guess, I'm assuming, I don't know how long he was there, but it looked like forever. He was like maybe 75. Downstairs? Yeah, and when you walked in, he always had a smile on yes, his face. Yes, I remember him. Okay? Absolutely. He knew everyone's name. Yep. He always said hello. Smile. He no. always said hello. And I have to tell you, <laughs> when you see somebody smile, yeah. it doesn't cost anything. Yep. So you should answer the phone and interact with everyone yeah. like you and have a smile. smile when you face. kick me out of the Admiral's Club. Now, Don't just kick me out. That's smile. good advice. Yeah. Not just for the holidays. Right. That's good advice. For all. I think <laughs> you're making me take a break. We'll be right back after this break. 
physicians designed Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's natural fight against aches and pains. It's made from wild-caught fish oil and botanicals like turmeric, and it's a healthy way to get back into pain-free life. There's no side effects. There's no chemicals. There's no preservatives. There is nothing addictive. And that's why you can be very confident that when you take Relief Factor, you have nothing to lose but your pain and the whole world to gain. Maybe you can't wear your favorite shoes anymore because of pain in your feet. Relief Factor can help with all of that. Nineteen ninety-five comes to 95 cents a day. That's less than a cup of coffee a day for pain relief. Go to relieffactor.com, read all the testimonials, find out about it for yourself, and order that quick start. Just nineteen ninety-five or 95 cents a day for three weeks. Or you can call them. It's toll-free. They can answer all your questions. 1-800-500-8384. That's toll-free. 1-800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. Got a question for Dottie and her team of experts? Send your emails to radioshow at element.com. Now, on with the show. We're back and we're going to be giving you the predictions of uh, 2015 predictions for real estate going forward. We're going to give you 2015 predictions for mortgage. Uh, what we expect in 2015, we'll tell you what the experts say, and we'll tell you what these experts in this studio say. And we're also going to tell you what things will be more expensive and some of the trends that you need to look at in the housing business for next year. But I have to tell you, it was a very sad story, and I said I wouldn't have bad news today. But did you hear that there was a bad Santa, and he robbed the bank? <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Now, this, he was this a bank very, robber, okay? Steve is very sensitive to this. I know, story, Steve. So don't, I mean, it's really like not, the yeah. kids, what are they, what role models? What Santa's very, stealing? It's not a very good okay? role model at all. He, he disguised himself as a Santa, right. a Saint Nick, right. and he held up a Florida bank by threatening to harm the teller with a gift-wrapped package. Now, he wrapped the package right. for her. And he, she didn't know if it was a bomb or not. Of course. But yeah. he gave it to her. The thief... Mm-hmm. Wearing a Santa hat, beard, white gloves. Right. Now this Santa like had sunglasses on, which is not always usual. It's not a typical Saint right, Nicholas attire. It's Florida, it's Florida. Right, but he was in Florida, right, Steve? Did so he, he probably had glaring sun. Did he try to escape okay. in a? Uh, uh, so he fled. They gave it, him the money. He fled with an unspecified amount of money with from reindeer? the Sun Trust Bank in Port Orange. How did he flee? Now, he left the package, though, as a Santa would, some of the tradition he wanted to keep. Right. (laughs) So he left a package in red wrapping paper, and he placed it on the counter, and the bad Santa passed a note implying that it contained something dangerous. Uh Well, that's not in good spirit. That's also a federal crime, yeah. The evil Kris Kringle, Uh okay, walked out with the cash and left the package in the bank. Probably not a good idea. I'm guessing that might have led them to So the police, of course, out. saying that, yeah. oh, it's something bad is in this package. Yes. Evacuated the building. Got the bombs. As they should. Right. And when they opened the package. Fruitcake? What was it? It wasn't quite as bad as a fruitcake. That would have been bad. <laughs> yeah. That could have been It was dangerous. an ugly Christmas sweater. Oh. So it, yeah, the next best thing. He did leave a gift. Right. And it was okay. a horrible gift. Oh, uh, well... It was a, but okay. Probably he got, got away with the money. They haven't identified him. Oh, they haven't. Now I was driving. I posted it on uh, my. Uh, not I posted. Not I had so driving. many hits. I posted it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was driving out last week, and uh, I was on the expressway heading east, 
And there was uh, like a 1950-something, I don't know the year, I can't tell, but it was a Cadillac convertible mm. with a Santa, you know, driving. driving. And a it was so cash. cool. <laughs> Everybody was stopping, taking uh-huh. pictures. Of course, it could cause nice accidents. Yes, but course. I think I got more hits on that. I hope it wasn't the robber escaping. Well, I, I think that uh, if it was, then you, at least you got a picture of him, you know. Okay. You know, a funny thing, I thought that it would be a good time. And again, it's real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know of anyone who bought real estate in the North Pole? Does anybody know anyone? I don't know. Uh, I have not done any closings there, no. You haven't? No. Now, okay, you might want to know that if you're thinking of buying in the North Pole, and by the way, my friend asked me to go on a cruise to the North Pole um, in uh, the spring. And I said, you know what? I think I'll skip it. Well, there really is no real estate. Well, there is. An, uh, just See, they, they do cruises to the North Pole now. Okay. Did you know that? Okay. So know that the, the temperature ranges from minus 50 degrees. Minus 50. Minus in the winter. Yeah. But in the summer, it's like 70. Well, it's balmy. So you have yeah. to go in the summer. Yeah. And there's only 2,200 people that live in the North Pole. Mm-hmm. There are only 828 homes, so there's not really a lot of supply. I, it's I don't very think exclusive. You're, you're not going to open an office there, Douglas Elliman, North Pole. Their total listings that are on the market now uh, are 385. So I'd say close to half of them are for sale. Wait a minute, half of the homes well, in they, the North they Pole? They have 828 yeah. homes. And currently, they have 385 <laughs> listings. That's a, a I would say a good portion of, of those glut. people are it's moving dirt. out. Yeah. Yes. Okay? I wonder if they're going to Florida. I don't know. It's a declining market, I think. The average price is 126000 for a home. And the highest listing price is $2 million for a 19-room inn. For those who want to stay and visit the North okay. Pole, you need right. an inn. Where is it? I mean, you're the talking- lowest price is $59,000. And mm-hmm. for $59,000, you, you get a cozy log home with one bedroom and one bath and no neighbors except a couple of bears. Right, and some yeah, reindeer and things like Polar that. bears. Yeah. Reindeer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, no one in the North Pole, I mm-hmm. tried to find out, where is Santa's house? Right. Because I was. That's where I lives. grew up believing he was in the North Pole, uh, didn't you? <laughs> of well, course. Yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah. He okay. I mean, he doesn't publish. But a local real estate agent, and there are real estate agents in the North Pole. I'm not planning to expand there because it's a little cold for me. Right. But there are agents. They said that if the house in Santa's workshop went on the market, and it's a secret of where it is, uh-huh. it would sell for around $4 million, considering it has 30 bedrooms, 30 elves, and a stable for eight reindeer. Nice. So, but Santa's not selling his house. Uh, so, but I have to tell you, Forbes, uh, compli- they made a list of the richest fictional people. Oh. And St. Nick. Is rich? Yes. No, he's not. With a net worth of infinity. Well, because he can buy all, because he and makes all those toys. And that is why he's so jolly. Okay. Because he's rich. <laughs> and even though money doesn't buy happiness, he's I got- tell you, if you're going to be sad, I'd rather be sad with money. Okay, so. Uh, okay, but anyhow, I just thought that was kind of cute. Who else is and, on the uh, list of the richest uh, fictional people? And you people? know, when you send, when your children or your grandchildren mm-hmm. send a card to Santa... You know, Santa Claus, you know, here's right. what I want. Right. Uh, there is a town called Santa Claus. There's four towns, actually. But one of them uh, is in southwest where the Indians were. And it's a group of volunteers. And each child receives a reply from Santa Claus. And this has been a tr- tradition since nice. 1914. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, uh, you, you know, 
what do they tell you you get? At least they told me. I don't know. Do they still do it? They would say that if you're not good, Santa's you leaving coal. you coal. A lump of coal. Did your parents tell you that? Absolutely. I never received I, one. I was, no, I, I didn't was either. Always, I was always good. But my do brothers they still got tell the kids they received I think coal? they threaten them and they... I, certainly uh, I don't tell think my the kids, kids believe it. No, they don't. They're going to get, they're gonna get video games it. anyway, right? I think we were I never about. bought the whole thing. I hope there's no kids. I never bought it. I was questioning it from the time I was like three. What are you talking about, Jerry? I don't know. I, my, my, what? I was questioning everything. But anyway. You got to believe. You know, Christmas is celebrated all over the world. And because mm-hmm. this is our Christmas show, okay, besides yeah. some predictions, I want to be a little light. It's Christmas. In India, they celebrate Christmas. They don't have fir trees, as you know, in India, mm-hmm. or pine trees to decorate. So they make do with banana trees and mango trees instead. Okay. So it's like, kind of interesting if you go there for the holidays. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's uh, a large Christian community in India. Okay. Uh, in Ken- Japan, mm-hmm. now this is really hard to believe, but in Japan, Kentucky Fried Chicken yeah. sells t- over 240,000 buckets of their chicken at their Japanese locations on Christmas Day. That's finger looking good. Five to ten times its normal monthly sales. So I guess in Japan, Kentucky Fried Chicken is the tradition of Christmas. the holiday. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I read an article about, you know, Japan was trying to introduce uh, Christmas in to stimulate their retail sales several years ago. And apparently they sent one of the stores a whole bunch of, you know, paraphernalia and things to decorate for the holidays. And the and one store put uh, had put Santa Claus on the crucifix. <laughs> so oh, my Lord. They misplaced it. Oh and, uh, and it, you know, in you, certain parts of Germany, I don't know how this is an incentive, but in certain parts of Germany, they hide a pickle in the Christmas tree, and the first child to find the pickle gets to eat it. I hope they find it. That's kind well, of yes. Bizarre. Like in Norway, the they hide yeah. the brooms. The broom, where are they? Their brooms. They, on Christmas Eve, they hide their brooms. Well, that's easy to and, find. Though. Where are you going to hide it? You can choose not to find it. But if mm. you don't find the broom, that means the witches are going to be finding it. So they'll be coming in your house, and you don't want that. So I think it's fun. I mean, yeah. uh, very fun. I what? think it's fun. They have so many different uh, traditions all over. Okay, and that is my Christmas thing. And if you are upset about cutting down all the Christmas trees they cut. There's a company in Oregon and in France, and what they're doing is they're trying to save the fate of the Christmas tree, and it's called Trees Mass, and they deliver live trees to your home, right. and they collect and replant them after Christmas. I would love that, actually, because I that do feel cool guilty idea. about cutting them down, but I like a live one. I like the smell of it. I think it's very traditional. But if they came and retrieved it and replanted it, I would, I would do that. Would Absolutely, you? yeah. Yeah. I think we have to take another break. Okay. But we'll be right back. We're going to give you a few more tidbits, and then we're really going to get into the nitty-gritty of... And if you have any ideas of predictions, I know you're probably out shopping and doing your last-minute stuff, but if you have any predictions of your own for 2015, we'd love to hear them. Okay. 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. We'll be right back after the This holiday season, make the smart choice and switch to Sprint and get a new Samsung Galaxy S8, S8 Plus, Note 8, or S8 Active with 50% off your lease. That's right, the hottest Samsung devices, 50% off. Plus, with Galaxy Forever, you can upgrade to the latest Galaxy anytime after 12 lease payments. And when you switch to Sprint, you get the best price for Unlimited. $25 per month per line for a family of four, plus get a fifth line free. That's 50% off Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. You also get 10 gigabytes of mobile hotspot in HD, so you can stream your favorite holiday movies, music, and games. 
So stop by your local Sprint store, Sprint.com slash holiday deals, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Requires 18-month lease and new line savings via monthly credit applied within two bills. Early termination results and remaining balance due after one thirty one nineteen. Pay $38 a line per month with auto pay. Excludes taxes, surcharges, and roaming. Compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited rates, AT&T Unlimited Plus Plan and T-Mobile One Plus Plan for five lines. Carrier features differ. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Are you stuck with a low credit score? A credit report and score that's causing you to be denied credit or pay higher interest rates than others for the same things? Then do what Terrence did and call the experts at creditrepair.com for your free credit evaluation and game plan to help restore your credit. I started thinking about buying a new house and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. I called and spoke with one of the representatives and just had a good conversation and I liked what he was saying. Just one call for his free credit evaluation was all it took. I'm seeing the deletions and I'm getting the report so I know something's being done. It does make a difference to me. At creditrepair.com, dreams do happen. Thanks to creditrepair.com, I will be able to have a better credit score and get that house. Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Do what Terrence did and make the call for your free credit evaluation and game plan to help get back on track to great credit. Call 800-560-6317. That's 800-560-6317. 800-560-6317. Got a question for Dottie and her team of experts? Send your emails to radioshow at element.com. Now, on with the show. I just, we're back, and I, I am going to talk really of the second hour of the show about the predictions for mortgage, the predictions for real estate, the predictions that we have for the economy for 2015. Uh, but again, because it's the holidays, I want to ask a couple more questions. First of all, what happens if you don't have a chimney? How does Santa get in? That was one of my first questions to my mother about this whole thing. Okay. It's magic. I, it's well, magic. It's magic. But you know, chimneys, speaking of chimneys, they do add value. You know, if you have a fireplace, yeah. they do add value to your home. I mean, fireplaces are really very in again. I agree. Yeah, people love okay, them. And now, they like real ones. They do. Now, a real one actually will get you more money than those electric ones. <laughs> the electric ones. Remember the ones that rolled and it's supposed <laughs> to look like a log burning? A wood fireplace is better than gas, but gas fireplace is better than none. Yeah. And some people actually prefer it. Well, I lit my fireplace like about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you have to be careful to keep, you know, you have to, it, you've got to clean it because it gets, yes, and you've got to make sure it. to leave the yeah, whole thing open. You didn't do all of that. But they say a fireplace is worth 25000 the value of your home. I don't think it's that. I, I, I would question if it's 25000 yeah, I don't know how they more. get that number. I don't know where they got that number. It's the Huffington Post. And so, you, you know, it, I don't know. I think it's a desirable feature. I think it's a plus. Yeah. I think that the new homes, many of the new homes are being built with them. With a couple, multiple Yeah, with ones, multiple. Yeah. So they are a trend today. And if you don't have a, um, if you don't want to go through the hassle or even the hassle of getting the wood and cleaning up and making sure you don't have it come back fire, because yeah. then uh, electric ones are great. And they are definitely pluses when you're selling your house. And they're kind of nice. Yeah, I always wanted one in the bedroom. I and think by the way, they're not only in cold places. In Southern California, Orange County, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, they're everywhere. They're just not. So fireplaces are good for St. Nick to come in, but they're also good for your value. Mm-hmm. And they're nice to sit around a fire Outdoor fireplaces are big now. You know, they put the outdoor ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's good. Uh, let me take a, a, a call from Marvin from Plainview, Long Island. 
Good morning, Marvin. Yes, good morning. You know, Marvin, <clears throat> I the first office I ever managed was in Plainview, Long Island, on really? Old Country Road. Well, you do have an office on Old Country Road across from the library. I know I do, but I, I had a different office on Old Country Road, and it was my first job managing... And uh, I think it put me on the map. Nostalgia, yeah. Yeah, so Plainview's (laughs) a great area. How are you? Fine. I try to get a job there, but I don't have a license. I tried to get a license years ago, and they turned me down. But uh, I never did get the license because in those days it was either right or wrong. And uh, they threw you out the door (laughs) until you come downtown (laughs) on a Friday to check to see what you did wrong. And uh, those were the crazy days of real estate brokers. Well, try yes. it again. It's never too late. Well, I to think learn. it's even worse. I mean, it's it's more now. I mean, I think the requirements because I think, I think they made the hours. To, how many hours is it now? You have to go. It's more than conti- it was. Con- oh, the initial one. I don't know what the 95? initial one is. Yeah. Continuing at us. Continuing at us. Yeah. Something. Anyhow, so you live in Plainview, Marvin? Yes, I'm cl- trying to find out what my house is worth. Uh, it's a uh, two bedroom. <clears throat> Uh, ranch, and uh, I'm wondering about the future of the prices in Plainview. Hmm. Okay. Well, let me tell you some things I know. I can't tell you specifically, but if you email me, I could kind of do a search on the computer and give you... First of all, what you have to look at is what is your competition that's on the market now in Plainview, and Plainview is still a very desirable area. Okay, what is your competition on the market that if somebody were looking, that they would look at also. Um, let me ask you a question, because I do know that Plainview's taxes are fairly high. Your taxes high? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's the highest, I think, in New York. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, that, and I, I, I don't, I, I really dealt with that so much being in Plainview, that the taxes really were high, you know, they were so high that even if you dropped your price, sometimes you couldn't, you couldn't afford the taxes, even if the price went down. But let me ask you, a lot of people want to be there because the schools are good. Exactly. And let's face it, it is close to all transportation. You can get on 135. You can get to the expressway, Northern State. Uh, and it's only 30 miles from New York. Yeah, it's a great location, and it's really uh, a great place to live. So let me ask you, do you have a, a, a basement? Do you have a, a Morton Ranch? What kind of house do you have? It's a finished basement. We just put in pipes uh, for the uh, <clears throat> furnace. Uh, originally, the house had uh, um, oil. It now has gas. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a gas furnace, you must change the chimney Otherwise, it's against the rules mm-hmm. of selling the house, even. And Santa's <laughs> got to get in. What? Santa has to get yes. in. <laughs> yes. But so so you have a two-bedroom and one bathroom, finished space. You have one bathroom or a bathroom? There's actually uh, two, ba- two bathrooms. One was illegal in the basement. So that probably would have to be taken out. Well, it depends. Let's ask Steve. You know, sometimes, usually they go after the kitchens. You know, usually if you have an illegal kitchen, the banks won't give a mortgage on it. You kind of have to take it out. 
I don't think they'll make you take the bathroom. Yeah, now. it would be hard to believe. I got to tell you, listen, uh, as uh, a let's le- ask Steve. Look, as he's a, a lender. As a lender, I have to tell you, I I love Plainview. You know, a little little north of Bethpage, a little west of Melville. There, like like, like Dottie said, its location is spectacular. I am very very bullish. You got what twenty six thousand people, give or take, that live in Plainview. I think that you are in a very very good situation there. I can't imagine. I know that we certainly, as your lender, wouldn't really be concerned about about an upgrade as we would see it uh, in a bathroom unless it was physical. Physically illegal by the by the municipality, and you had been fined for it, or there was an outstanding judgment against you. I, I, I would have a very hard time thinking that uh, that we'd require that. I mean, can't guarantee it, but I really don't. I don't think they're going to bother you over that, and I don't think you have to take the bathroom out. Uh, Most expensive chimney in Plainview just now. It cost me uh, almost three thousand dollars to put these two pipes in, so I can use gas. Are you thinking about selling? I'm just wondering about the prices, where they're going. I'm very well, bullish. Let me, very bullish. Well, let me say this to you. I mean, if you want, and I can do it right after the holidays. If you give me your address, I will send you what's on the market and what just sold. Because that's how you could judge. I think that if you have a two-bedroom, you're going to be at the lower end of playing view because... Normally, like the three bedroom is the average, so you might be because two bedrooms you might be on the bottom, you know, lower. Uh, but I don't. I but I think that that's best because the entry level market in Plainview is not so cheap. I would have to look and see what's on the market currently and what just sold. But I do not think you're going to have a problem selling. I I I have a Plainview office. It does fairly well. Um, Plainview is a good market. The problem, really, that I was just with the uh, my Long Island managers a couple of days ago, and I said the problem with Long Island, really, is that they have to, like, build it for what kids want today and not leave it like the 1950s. So, and the taxes, again, have always been high. But let me tell you, the taxes in Westchester are high. The taxes in uh, Jersey are high. Uh, Plainview happens to be higher than most. Have you uh, pro- Have you challenged your taxes at all? Yes, I have, and uh, I'm a veteran, so we got a reduced price. Good, but it's still the highest price, regardless of uh, the, the, you know the reduced price. Can I ask you your taxes? Around. Uh, you don't have to tell me exactly. Around. Well, even if you don't want to tell me, uh, here's what you have to know. Unless you sell it to another veteran, they're not going to pay. If you have a reduction in taxes because you're the VA, uh, if you have, then that wouldn't pass. But if you have a reduction in taxes because you went and you filed with uh, the municipality and, they, and, you, and you grieved your taxes and you went to a tax certiorari, then that's in play because when values go down, taxes should go down. And so what I, I don't know what your taxes are, and I certainly you don't have to tell me over the air, but it doesn't cost anything to look into it. I could kind of, if you send your section lot lock, I could tell you if your taxes are in line. Because if it's a V, any of your VA benefits don't pass on to someone unless they're a v, unless they're a veteran. So that is not going to be something that you could say to your new seller. Well, you're going to get the same benefit. So your taxes would go up for the new seller. So that's why it would be it would be wise to look and see if you. Uh, if you really can get a reduction on your taxes. Well, we're elderly, so we're thinking of Boca, where all our friends are right now. <laughs> yes, we just opened an office in Boca, and I'm sure, and I, you know what I did? I have to tell you, you're so right. I uh, just probably put six of my agents that are from 
Plainview Dix Hills, who now have moved to Boca in the Boca office. And I told the Boca manager, you might as well come to Long Island because half of Long Island lives in Boca. And I'm sure you will love it. But here's what I'm telling you. Okay, when you're ready to sell it, the way you find out the price is you'll ask the broker to give you what's on the market in the what's on the market currently that's your competition and if you have some time I would go look at them and then what's sold in the last three months. I think your interest rates are gonna we're gonna talk about it will stay the same. I, but I think the next year is the window to selling. I think after well, that this. my wife needs a new knee so she can't go up and down with the laundry anymore. So a house like this is not uh, profitable to us anymore mm-hmm. unless we have like a moving stair up and down, uh, a seat that goes up and down to the basement, mm-hmm. or removing the, uh, the dryer. Which yeah, well, uh, if you you want to make it, you 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 could make it. You know, uh, you could kind of do it for you know they have all the bathtubs and stuff. But you seem to feel that your friends are in Boca. Are they there full time? Some of them. Okay, so you have to first decide what you want to do. Okay, you have to decide. Is your is your family on Long Island or around the area? Yes, they are. That's okay. the problem. So I have to tell you, before you actually make a move, because, and you know, I'm not trying to sell houses just to sell them. Before you actually make a move, what I would do is go rent there and really decide with your wife whether you want to be away from your kids full time because they will visit you during the cold. But you're not going to see them like you see now. And I found a lot of people really had a hard time with that. And if that's the case, you can do one or two options. You can sell your house in Plainview, maybe rent a small over 55. There's a lot of them around with a door. You know, they have the gated communities. They're not that expensive. Or you could do the same thing in Florida. But I would tell you that that emotional decision is really important. Before you decide to sell it, make sure that you're okay with being away from your kids because you're not going to see them that much. You'll and Daddy, see them. strictly from a business standpoint, I got to tell you, there's a lot of great comparables in, in Plainview, but you got houses that range from the low 300s all the way up to a million dollars. But it sounds like this listener has really done a great job keeping their home up to date. Yes. They'll probably get top dollar if they do decide. Yeah, no, you'll get top dollar. You'll get top dollar. Okay, have a happy holiday. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.